Welcome to the Central Florida Buzz with Mike Kara, the podcast for Central Floridians who want to be in the know on what's happening in Orange, Lake, Osceola, and Seminole counties. Sponsored by the Central Florida Home Brewers, the premier craft and homebrew club. Learn to brew beer, kombucha, mead, or make wine. Visit www.cfhb.org. Now, here's your host, Mike Kara. Well, welcome back to our next edition of the Mike Kara Radio Show. The Central Florida Buzz is always probably broadcasting from Ocoee, Florida. And my guest today is a granddaddy of drag racing, Don Big Daddy Garlitz. And Don, it's such a pleasure and honor that you could join me today. I know you have a great drag racing museum. I know that you've been uh driving uh for many for many years and engineered some of the cars and so much to talk about so first of all why don't you just tell us a little bit about you know your career how you got started leading up then to the present well i got started a long time ago when drag racing wasn't even for real yet it was 1950 it was just a bunch of us kids we had hot rod cars that we drove on the street and we found a track up in uh, Zephyr Hills, Florida, an old abandoned Army Air Corps uh, landing field, and we used that. That was our first drag race here, you know, real drag race. And it grew from that, and I just, at first it was just cars that we drove back and forth to work every day, and then we drag raced them on Sunday. And then finally we built special cars to drag race, and special cars that rode on trailers and drag race. So then he got down to where it took whole caravans of 18-wheelers to carry the support equipment for one drag racer. So it's changed considerably over the years. And, uh, I got out in 2003. My best run was 323 miles an hour in 4.7 seconds, where in the beginning I used to run 85 miles an hour in 19 seconds. There was a lot of change over the years. I was involved in a lot of the changes that took place. The biggest one was I moved the driver from behind the rear end and the engine to in front of the rear end when I blew off part of my right foot in a transmission explosion in 1970. And that changed the entire sport. Now almost every competitor out there in drag racing and dragsters is a rear engine car. Uh, and all of the top fuel. So uh, it's exciting. Before, you know, it was just pennies to make a run because it was just whatever little gasoline. And today it's over $20,000 to make a run. So a lot of changes have taken place. Of course, we're, it's televised. It's worldwide now. Back then, it was just a amateur sport. Just a few people participated. In fact, we were known as black leather jacketed hoodlums in those days. Now we're big fancy race car drivers like the A.J. Foyts and all those were back in the day. So I've seen a lot and uh, I've uh, enjoyed every minute of it. I was supposed to be a bookkeeper. That's what my training is, but my stepfather advised me to quit the bookkeeping job and get into an auto mechanic. And so I took a 50% cut in my pay and went into a rat eater shop and went to work. My mother never forgave me, and my girlfriend at the time never spoke to me again, and I had to find a totally different one, which was good. We were married 61 years. She's dead now, and 
uh, but she was a great supporter of mine. She loved racing, and we did a lot of travel. Well, I've traveled all over the world. I raced in Sweden, England, uh, Mexico, Canada, and Hawaii, Australia. So it's uh, been exciting for me. I've seen the sport grow from uh, just a little bunch of guys, like I said, going to the track to test their cars to a multi-million dollar sponsorship operation. And, uh, I wouldn't change nothing. I like it just like it is. I'm retired now, but I am experimenting with an electric dragster. I hold the present record for the quarter mile on batteries at 189.04 seconds. Uh, 189.04 mile per hour in 7.23 seconds. And that's what I'm doing now. And I will be testing this car again after the first of the year. Oh, wow. So you said that this is an electric dragster? It works totally on electricity? or Yeah, it's batteries. I have a battery pack right. that uh, has 400 volts, 4,000 amps. Yeah. It's a lot of energy in these batteries. They're special, and I have a 1,200-horse electric motor that used to be a sawmill motor back in old days, and we've converted it to run in this dragster and run on more voltage and make more power. It originally was only 350 horse. Oh, wow. So so you're going to actually drive that and test that yourself? Is that it, or...? Yeah, I drive it myself. Yeah. And when I can't drive them anymore, I'm not interested. It's the fun of driving it. They never made anything that was fast enough for me. Oh, so yeah. So, I mean, how fast, to, to give us an idea, do the, you know some of the cars, like at your fastest point, how fast were, could you get these cars to go then? Well, my, the fastest car that of mine that I drove, which is not the fastest they've been, was 323, 323 miles an hour in 4.7 seconds. And I used a 1964 model Chrysler engine. Of course, everything changed to aluminum, you know, an aftermarket. And that thing would produce about 10,000 horse. Originally, it was 425. Uh, that engine was built for NASCAR racing back in 1964, and it was built for longevity. They wanted the engine to make as much horsepower on the last lap of a 500-mile race as it did on the first lap. Well, we drag racers took that engine and modified it, used nitromethane for fuel, and we were able to get 10,000 horse out of it for a few moments. Today, that same engine getting 11,500. You know, that's what's happened since I left the sport. And they reached 340 miles an hour in a quarter mile. Wow. So that's that's something, uh, Don. So what what is it like driving that fast? I mean, when you're going into turns, then you've got to slow down a lot? or No, no, no. This is straight away racing. No oh, turn. straight. Okay, I see. Quarter mile, you go from a dead stop, the speed is 323 miles an hour, was reached from a dead stop in 4.7 seconds. There's a lot of acceleration there. You're subjected to eight gravity. 
Oh, okay. I I see. Yeah, yeah. Four point seven seconds. Wow, that's pretty quick. Yeah, you know, you hear about zero to sixty in two seconds or three seconds. This car goes zero to one hundred and twenty-five in under one second. Wow! Wow! It almost sounds impossible, but it's not. Uh, wow! So with this electric uh, car, uh, you know you're working on Don. What 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 is your goals as far as speed and you know and all that? Well, I was the first person over 200 miles an hour with an internal combustion engine, and I'm trying to be the first person over 200 miles an hour with a battery powered drag. Oh wow! So about 200 miles an hour, and then how how is, is that going? I mean, are you in the testing phase or still in the, the conceptional phase? Or Oh, I'm driving the car. I, 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 when I got into it, the record was 156 right. miles an hour and a quarter mile. I quickly raced it to 174, then 184, then 185. Then I built a new car, and it's already tested at 189. That is the current record. Oh, oh okay. Uh, so, so, so you're still trying to get to. So you said that you had batteries in this. So I mean, there, there's like a certain amount of uh, batteries you you use in this car. Then, yeah, it's not like your batteries in your car. I have it's battery packs and right. made from the same battery that. I'm holding on this cell phone I'm talking to you on. There's about 2,000 of them in my battery, oh. all wired in series to get that kind of voltage and amperage. Wow. That, that's... Charge them every run. And, and then, yeah, I was going to ask, you just re recharge them after every run then, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Wow. So that, that it's, is... It's, uh, it's kind of like going green the you know we are moving toward electric vehicles in the cities for sure and a lot of countries uh india france germany will be all electric by 340 even on the streets so i'm just trying to do something that's going to be around here in the future Okay, Don, you know what? That sounds great. What we are going to do is we are going to take a quick break, and we will be back. My guest today is the granddaddy of drag racing, Mr. Big Daddy. Don uh, Garlitz, and uh, is such a great pleasure that Don could be here today and tell us all about his experiences as well as this Don Garlitz uh, Drag Racing Museum and uh, in a Ocala. Florida, and uh, we're so glad that uh, Don could be here today. You are listening to the Mike Care Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz, as always, proudly broadcasting from Ocoee, Florida. And please stay with us for our next segment of this edition of our program today. Well, welcome back to our next segment of this edition of the Mike Kara Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz, as always, probably broadcasting from Ocoee, Florida, USA, planet Earth. And my guest today from beautiful Acala, Florida, the granddaddy of drag racing, Mr. Don Big Daddy Garlitz. 
And uh, Don, it is such a pleasure and honor that you could join me today and uh, tell us all about uh, what you've, you, you know, your great career and this electric car, this electric dragster drag racing car sounds simply fantastic. It sounds really amazing. And uh, I'm, I'm so blessed and honored that you could share that and your career with us. Thanks so much, Don. We truly do appreciate it. And we're truly blessed. Don, we were talking earlier about how you have 2,000 of, you know, what would be the equivalent of, you know, cell phone batteries, you know, in, you know, in bat packs in this battery. I mean, that 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 is just uh, um, um, amazing that, uh, you know, and, and you're happy the way, way that, that everything's working out with this electric car, huh? Well, it's exciting because see what happened in our in the sport of drag racing for top fuel, which was my favorite part of it, the uh, rules got to the point where you couldn't make any changes anymore. They'd gotten so fast that there was no tracks that could handle it. So they put such restrictions on them to keep the speed down. And so that took all the fun out of it for me. But in the electric car, I can do pretty much what I want because there are no rules yet to speak of other than a few safety rules. And so I can experiment and play with all kinds of stuff, which I can't do in top fuel racing anymore. Oh, so uh, can you tell our audience a little bit that might not be as familiar what exactly top fuel racing is? Well, that's the dragster. It's a four-wheel vehicle. It goes from point A to point B, which is uh, at this point 1,000 feet to even shut the distance down because of the speed. But when I raced, it was a quarter of a mile. Of course, my electric dragster still goes 1,000 feet because it's not very fast. And these cars weigh about 2,300 pounds, and they make 11,500 horsepower, and they reach 125 miles an hour in under a second. And they reached uh, 330 miles an hour in about 3.6 seconds. And they're built just for drag racing. They run nitromethane for fuel, which the air fuel ratio is 1 to 1, not like 14 to 1 in your gasoline car. And uh, they stop with a parachute, and they subject the driver to about 8 Gs. That means the driver's body weighs 8 times its normal weight underway oh wow yeah i've seen the don though those with the parachutes so i mean what is it like when the parachute de- deploys i mean does it pull the car back or, or is there any feeling when that that opens or would you like to hear it in plain language yes it knocks the crap out of you <laughs> okay all right. Uh, any more? You, you get seven G's. Then you get seven G's reverse oh. gravity. Oh wow! So it it just it just. But I mean, do you get to a point where you can expect it? I mean, you you know when it when it's going to happen, or? Oh yeah, you you're the one release the chute, and you're the one steps on the throttle, makes it go. But you're really packed in there with lots of protective clothing and padding and seat belts, you ain't going any place. Oh, so, so you're... It's not like these little, little seat belts in your car, which don't amount to crap. Oh, wow. Uh, 
So, so, so when the parachute the deploys and, like I said, it knocks the the crap out of you, and then, then you usually, I mean, it takes a certain how many, how fast do you usually come to a complete stop after that? Wow, that's pretty pretty good, but yeah, it kind of <laughs> grabs you there, there, there a little bit. Uh, it's, uh, but I mean, do, do you get to the point where you 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 miss it now that you'd like to still do it now? Or yeah, I can't do that anymore. That uh, I'm eighty eight years old, uh, and that that G, that eight G's I can't handle that. Uh, and that's why I like the electric car. It isn't near as fast, so I can do this for a while. So the electric car works a, a, a little uh, different uh, than it's it doesn't slow down quite radically like that. Huh? Oh no, because it's not going. One hundred eighty nine is a lot of different than three twenty five. Right, yeah, it's a lot of uh, difference. Uh, so, uh, Don, I wanted to talk about this, you know, this drag uh, race museum that you, you, you've you got here in, in Akala. And tell us a little bit about when you, so you started this uh, museum? 1976. Oh, okay. But it was in Tampa at the time. It didn't do well. I was there six years, and then I moved to Ocala. We've been in business 43 years now, and uh, it's done well up here. We have 50,000 visitors a year. Wow, that's great. And so you have a lot of the the different uh, cars, or what what, uh, do you have in the museum? We traced the drag racing back to the late 40s when it got started in California. We have some of the original cars that won the track in 1949 in Santa Ana, California. And then we also have a building of antique cars. We traced the automobile back to the 1800s. So it's, uh, we're an educational institution, a 501c3. So we, there's a lot to see here, a lot to learn. Oh wow! And do you have any of your your own cars in the museum? I do. I have all of my cars here. I have retrieved. I have. I built fifty some dragsters over my career, and I have all but two of them. I do have a couple loaned out uh, that aren't here. I have one loaned to the California Museum of Drag Racing, the NHRA Museum. I have one in the Smithsonian in Washington. And I have one over in the Motorsports Hall of Fame in Daytona Beach. And I have a couple in a little museum in Springfield, Missouri, that I'm real good friends with the guy that runs that. Most of these cars are all on just loan, except for the one in the Smithsonian. That does belong to the federal government. Oh, so, Don, with these, you know, with all your old cars, uh, do you ever drive drive them anymore? Or are they uh, just uh, transported by a trailer? or? Well, they're all transported by trailers, but yes, I do drive them. They're all of my cars, except for a couple are still runnable. Now, we wouldn't want to take them down the track at full speed, but we do drive them down just driving normal. Uh, but 
they're so old it would be dangerous to put them under full power. Oh, great. And uh, so, so yeah, you still have those, uh, you know, uh, uh, cars, and so they're on loan, and then they will come back uh, to your museum then? Eventually, yes. Okay. Or we might trade other cars for them. Who knows? We have about 300 cars here altogether, plus thousands of artifacts and hundreds of motors for people to look at. Oh, so the. We've got 65,000 square feet of floor space and it's filled up. Oh, great. Great. So, so you mentioned about the, the, the motors. So you've, you've collect these on all these parts just through, through the years then? Yes. Yes. I'm a pack rat. I never threw nothing away. Oh, wow. My wife said to me one day, what are you going to do with all that stuff? I said, I'm going to start a museum someday. She said, museums don't make money. I said, well, we're going to give it a shot. So we built it on our home ground there in Sepner, suburb of Tampa, and she was right. It didn't make any money. So then we decided to move it to the interstate in Ocala, and when we did that, that was a life-changing event. It made money then. Oh, so, I mean, do you ever take any of your, your, car, your cars that you have, like to car shows or anything in Ocala or any car show in Ocala or around there? Well, I do, and we put a few of our own car shows oh. and, and I, I take my cars there's a big reunion in Bowling Green once a year I usually take one of my old cars and go there there's one in California I do that occasionally and I do take some of my cars around to different drag strips when they have reunions and stuff and display it and start the motor for the fans love them listen to it Okay, Don, you know what? That sounds simply fantastic. What we are going to do is we are going to take a quick break, and we will be back. My guest today from beautiful Ocala, Florida, Mr. Uh, Big Daddy, Don uh, Garlitz. And Don is uh, the granddaddy of drag racing, revolutionizing the sport of drag racing. And I'm sure if you're into drag racing, I'm sure this is, is like the, the superstar. The, the legend, the icon of uh, drag racing, and we're so glad that uh, Don could be here today. And we also want to mention that Don has the uh, Don uh, Garlitz Museum of Drag Racing, so you definitely want to uh, check that out in Ocala too. And uh, it's it, it's it's what I understand is it's quite a museum, and we're we're, we're going to get to to it. My family is probably going to try to make that our bucket list. One of our first New Year's resolutions is to get to this museum uh, ourselves, and uh, we'll see if Don's there. We'll well maybe we'll we'll, we'll get uh, more interviews. Maybe we'll do a show just on that. But we're so blessed and honored to have Don here today. My guest today is uh, Don Garlitz. And uh, Don, pleasure, honor you could join me today. You are listening to the Mike Carroll Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz, here in beautiful Coe, Florida. And please stay with us for a very last segment of this edition of our program today. Well, welcome back to our very last segment of this edition of the Mike Kara Radio 
show, the Central Florida Buzz, as always, probably broadcasting from Ocoee, Florida, USA, planet Earth. And my guest today from beautiful Ocala, Florida, kind of on the north bordering end of Central Florida, but in, in my book still qualifies as something that is in our beautiful Central Florida area. Uh, my guest today is Don uh, Big Daddy Garlitz, and uh, Don is... Uh, literally the the kind of the granddaddy of drag racing kind of the revolutionized the sport of drag racing and we're so blessed and honored to have such an icon and legend in the business of uh, drag racing uh also don is working on a uh a battery powered with a with uh what's the equivalent of a bunch of cell phone batteries like 2000 cell phone battery packs inside a battery and it's going up to like 189 miles an hour i mean this is this is just a and then, yeah a green new car yeah works solely on this uh this th- these batteries so you know and and they're rechargeable too so i'm i'm, I'm excited that don is here again the museum of drag racing the Don uh, Garland's uh, Museum of Drag Racing. You definitely want to check that out. And, uh, you know, sounds like a, an excellent uh, and good time. So my guest is Don uh, Garlitz, and want to thank Don for his uh, time. And we also want to thank each and every one of our radio listeners for their time listening to this show, sharing my love and passion for what I do, which is bringing you Don's love and passion for what he does. And you heard it or will hear it that, that Don still has that love even at uh, you know 87, 88 years old. You know he's pushing ninety, but he still has that love. You know he gets up excited and that that's that's the way you know that you're doing something you know you you love when you are in your late 80s and you could say hey time to do this time to fix that time to work on a battery power dragster and uh, we're so blessed and honored that uh, Don uh, is is here with us. And thanks uh, to all of our radio listeners. You know, if you've got an idea for a guest, I don't know if you could top Don, but you might be able to. Uh, please let me know and go to my website. Give me a call. Send me an email. Also, if you'd like to become a Tweet Peep, it's very easy to do. All you're going to have to do is go to Twitter.com slash Mike uh, 73 that's twitter.com slash m-i-k-e-k-a-r-a 73 and there you're going to find a plethora of information such as i just uh, interviewed don uh, garlitz and i'm working on the show with don garlitz and the show via anchor you know, which is published to put on put on for the world uh, of Don Garlitz. And uh, again, my guest is Don uh, Gar- Garlitz. And uh, Don, pleasure, honor you could join me today. Thanks so much. We truly do appreciate it, and we truly are blessed. So you have uh, some uh, car shows in the, the summer uh, then? Yeah, we have several car shows. We have a big one in December, the first week in December. We, uh, we get toys for the kids it's for christmas and then we have a big mopar show in the first of november and then after the gator nationals we have a big uh show for the old hot rods great and we do a lot of shows on the ground where other people bring their cars and show and we give trophies and stuff you have to follow us on facebook Oh, 
people. So, so yeah, they could follow you on Facebook. Uh, so, Don, with a lot of the, you know, your old cars, do you usually, you know, shine them up, you know, get, get them re- restored so they look all nice and pretty, or do you have them just the, the way they were? Well, that depends on how they were when we got them back. If, they, if nobody's messed with them, we leave them original. We would rather have them original. But sometimes there's not enough pieces to make them original, and we have to restore them. And then we try to restore them back as close to original as we possibly can. Oh, okay, yeah. Done. Uh, so, you know, I'm sure that there's, you know, so many, uh, you know, memories and, you know, stories. Is there any particular story with uh, a race or any any interesting story or something unique happened to you when you were drag racing? Oh, a lot of unique things have happened to me. Um, uh, you know, miracles, all kind of stuff. You know, it was a miracle that I wasn't killed when my transmission exploded at Long Beach in 1970 and cut off part of my right foot. But I was—I didn't die, and I lived, and I built a new car, that rear engine car that saved so many lives. There were six of my friends that had been killed in these cars sitting behind the engine in two years leading up to that accident. Now it's been 48 years since, and I haven't killed six in that 48 years. Oh. So, then. so that was that was a big thing for me. Oh. So I mean, have you ever had a situation where you know cars would give out, or you'd have to repair a car right before the race, or? Yeah, I blew a clutch in San Antonio, Texas, on Saturday afternoon, and the race was the next day. It cut the car almost in two. We worked all night welding and repairing and put the car back together and not only were we able to race the next day but we won the race oh great uh so so i, I mean with your cars dad did you usually do a lot of the repairs yourself or yes i was i'm the last of the guys that built their own cars built their own engines drove them and tuned them they don't do that anymore Oh wow, that's uh, great uh, there, uh, Don. So yeah, we we want to encourage everyone to you know check out you know your museum there in uh, Akala. And uh, so, do you ever acquire any new new cars? I mean, not new, but additional cars for the museum? Or yeah, we're always looking for artifacts, always, and we find them all the time. We've always got two or three restoration projects going. We have a complete workshop. We can take a, a regular automobile completely apart to the last bolt, put it back together. Oh, great. And, and All in-house. Oh, great. Yeah. All in, in-house. Great. So now, yeah. Don, we're talking, so about like your, I guess they're called like suits or uh, uniform or or I, I'm not sure how you call them, but, I mean, do you have a lot of those uh, on display, too? The, the fire suit? Yeah, that? fire suit. There we go. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. We have uh, 15 or 20 mannequins in the museum with the original fire suits on them that either I wore or my competitors wore. Oh, wow. Uh, 
So uh, you did you go through a, a lot of fire suits, or I mean, how often did you you know ch- ch- change them? Well, we have, they change them once a year now, but uh, you would change one after you had any kind of a fire. But uh, mostly, you just change them because they just get wore out. Uh, you know, I, I didn't. I don't have any that's burned in there. Uh, I just wore mine out, and I just got new ones. Oh, so I mean, was there a situation where you, you, you were in a situation where the, the the suit did burn, or? Yeah, I've, I've been in fires where that happened, but the uh, usually the suit, believe it or not, they did pretty well in these fires. They were pretty good stuff. Oh, okay. So yeah, that that's great. Uh, so uh, you know, uh, Don, we're talking about uh, you know drag racing, like other racing. Was there a lot of endorsement opportunities? I mean, did you have like all these different companies on your fire suit? Or oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Sure enough. Oh wow, so. Okay, uh, Dad. So we wanted to, you know, we want to let everyone know that you, so you have a Facebook page, first of all, for the museum, right? Yes, we did. Okay. And then now, do you have any, any Facebook page or any website for you, or is it pretty much everything you need to know on the museum site? Oh, Facebook. Yeah. The Mu- Don Garland's Museum Drag Racing Facebook page is where you want to go. Oh, okay. And uh, so for those who are, uh, you know, wanting to come, are you usually there? I mean, do you visit with guests too? or? Well, if I'm there and not working, I sometimes meet them. But most of the time I'm in the back working. Now, about once a month we give a private tour where I actually take them through the workshops and show them all the stuff that we're doing. That happens about once a month. Oh, so once a, a month, and do they sign up for that, or they just c- come? Or is yeah, they have they have they call and make a reservation. Oh, okay. And is that how long? Is that like an hour tour or two two hours? Ooh, two hours. There you you, you go. So so that that's great, uh, Don. That you're 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 still working and uh, I mean you still you know have the passion and lo- love for it. I mean you still get excited about drag racing after all these years. Oh yeah, absolutely. I get excited about my work. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that that's uh, you know fantastic. Uh, oh, okay. So you know we're right, uh, you know, around uh, you know Christmas. Uh, Don, do you do is the is the museum decorated for the holidays or a little bit? We we have a Christmas tree and a few of that kind of thing, but we're. We're about cars. We're not so much about holidays. Right, right, right. Just stick definitely uh, to to the, the the cars, and uh, so yeah, people could check out your Facebook page, and uh, if they uh, have any que- questions, is there a way to get a hold of you or the museum, or just call the museum, or? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, and it's this Scarlet. The museum webpage is just scarlet.com, and we're open seven days a week. Uh, nine to five. We're only closed on Christmas Day and Thanksgiving Day. That's the only two days a year we're closed. And I always advise come early because you're going to be there a long time. It's big. Oh, it's a it's a big. So I mean, you think it could be a, a full day or near a full day sort of thing? Or 
Oh, oh, absolutely. Most people are there four and five hours. Oh, great. Uh, and do you allow people to take pictures of the cars? or? Yes, we do. <laughs> okay, so we and 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 you can have your pet on a leash if it's not a great big pet that would scare people. Okay, okay, uh, Don. We really do appreciate uh, you know all your your time, and we're we're, we're so so glad that, that uh, you know you could be here today. Any final thoughts or anything else you'd like to mention here? I'd just like to wish everyone a merry Christmas and. Uh... And remember, this is celebrating the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ, and that's what it's all about. Okay, yeah, definitely. Okay, uh, Don, and uh, so so if people want to, just one final time to get to your Facebook page, do they? Yeah, they could just they could just search. Uh, how how do they they get there? Just search Drag Race Museum, or yeah, Don Garlic Museum. That'll take them right there. Okay, that sounds uh, great. Uh, my guest has been uh, Don Garlitz, and you've been listening to the Mike Cara Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz. And please catch us again next time. You've been listening to the Central Florida Buzz with Mike Cara, the podcast for Central Floridians who want to be in the know what's happening in Orange Lake, Osceola, and Seminole counties. Sponsored by the Central Florida Home Brewers. The premier craft and homebrew club. Learn to brew beer, kombucha, mead, and make wine by visiting www.cfhb.org. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you back here next week.